Fellas, is your beard on swole and you're looking for products to help maintain it? Or are you just starting your beard journey? Either way, check out The Trap Crate at www.trapcrate.com. Again, www.trapcrate.com. There you'll find beard products and natural soaps. So again, thetrapcrate.com, www.trapcrate.com. Black on black, Chevy Tahoe. Used to do my thing all the way down in Cabo. Mommies call me Kylo. My homie said I'm wild though. Being about this bread, moving work like it's a job. Home been hustling for weeks. Dirty little motherfucker, yeah I'm trying to eat. We heard you little motherfucker, ten toes to that ground. Still popping that orange smell. Used to popping that, used to popping that, used to popping that. Still now this damn trip. Brought dollars, need a meal. I'm eating off the plate. Now homie, now what's the deal? Going OT, OT, all the way to Amsterdam. Back to Perry when my girls be like Macy. BHF, CNB, brown bag, we turning keys. Open doors, lock and load. Ain't stop till I buy a boat. K slows, move by. My homie, big mind. We getting that, we getting that, we getting that money ride. Get that 40 minutes popping. <laughs> yeah. Yo, listen, welcome back to another episode of Something's Gotta Give, man. What's popping, man? What's good? Everything chilling, man. Chilling. How are you? The Red Bull King is back, and I'm feeling great. Yeah, I can't do Red Bulls, man. I can't do that shit. It's a drug of choice. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm, I remember. T- I'm, I'm. I don't know if I, I don't know if it's because I took too much, but I definitely was feeling funny one time after drinking that shit, and I said, "I'm not. I'm not drinking that shit again." No, I know that. If you're not ready to die, yeah, I ain't ready to die, man. Ready to drink Red I, Bull. I, I got too much living to do, man. I'm ready to die, so I'm drinking like two or three Red Bulls a day because <laughs> I'm already tired. I'm waking up tired. Like, uh. Listen, I'm not ready to die. See, I'm not ready to die t- so much to the point where I got my uh, COVID-19 vaccination today. Mm. Yeah, well, I, got I, I got that. I got that. I got that. Welcome to the dark side. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that, man. For a lot so of you I, conspiracy theorists. It was, yeah, it was, um, yo, I, I, I thought I thought it was going to be like a crazy experience, but yo, I was in and out. It's, the shit. The whole process took about what, maybe thirty minutes, no more than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was cool. Like I, you know, I, I hate getting, I, like I hate getting shots. I hate getting blood work, but that shit was like a piece of work. No, definitely same thing for me when I got it. Yeah, I was in and out. I didn't even feel nothing. I was like, oh shit. They said come back in three weeks. I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, man. But nigga, like I'm, I'm there. Nigga, I don't know, man. I think I got an issue. I don't listen. I don't know if I need if I need some type of therapy or some shit, right? Mm. Cause it's like, dog, as like we're men, so let's be let's 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 be men. Let's be grown men now. So it's like every time I see a lady with a nice ass, I'm like I'm zoned in. I'm nigga. That's all. All I'm do. All I'm doing is I'm looking at the ass and I, and I, I'm 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 just admiring it. The 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 shape. Boom boom boom. And in my mind, I'm already thinking of different ways what I would do. And I'm like, nigga, is that is 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 
is that nature's way of telling me like yo it's time to have a baby what is what is it nigga i'm, I'm like a dog it's crazy that just says that i'm proud to be your friend be your friend i'm proud that your daddy raised you for you to have that aspiration and that lust for big butts you know what i mean it lets me know that i can sit have a drink with you smoke a cigar maybe smoke even behind you you know what i mean with with, with that thing no but um i think that could be a sense of having baby fever you know when you get older you know i mean men do want to reproduce so that same thing where a woman gets baby fever, a man gets it too. You be like, yeah, I just want to lay something down and just see something that look like me. You feel me? Oh, because I just, you know, I, if, if I see something nice, like I'm just locked in. Like I'm like like a pit bull. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, it's like, dog, you got to calm yourself down, especially in this culture now where everything is PC and, you know, everything is, 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 is me too. And so I'm like, yo, dog, you got to calm down, especially at work. At work, I, like I tame myself. But like outside, I'm like, God, oh, shit looking crazy, man. But yeah, shout out, shout out to all the women with uh with the nice bodies, man. Please shout out. Yes, I got got to shout out. Yeah, the ones with the big butts, the Ooh. slim girls with the big butts, Ooh. the ones who be wearing the tight spandex. Ooh, Jesus. And spandex is for a, a spandex is a skinny woman's problem, not a pepper. Oh man. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say spandex or leggings are for skinny women. It's for women that got a shape. You gotta have a shape. You just can't just be like looking like the penguin. Like that's oh just, yeah, yeah. But yeah. sometimes peppers be putting on the spandex, and you think it's like a stretched out sheet. <laughs> damn. You know what I mean? It's like a stretched out sheet, and you know what I mean. And yeah, you know what I mean. Sometimes I get curious. I'm like, what would happen if you just slip it down a little? Will it shrivel up? You know what I'm saying? But Dog, hey. I remember I remember being in Boston one time and I was on the green line, right? I think I was going to like um I was going to Leechman. I was going to Leechman. This lady hops on the train, black lady. Dog, you know, you know, just, just to be just to be just just to be completely honest and not not PC, yo, she was a very big woman. Like she she had to have been like over a size 22. She was wearing something that she shouldn't have been wearing she was wearing like a mesh dress and it's like yo you don't have no like the first thought in my mind was like lady you have no friends like who let you come out of the house like that this this is not for you dress according to your size this shit was just not cool like and I, we live in a culture now where it's like oh uh you know you can do whatever and and, and 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 you can be whatever you want if you if, if you if you identify as a rock you can you can be a rock you know and it's like no man like you dog it, this there's certain things like dog you i i can't even i can't even explain it but it's just, it just just wasn't right hey the problem is you hoes need to stop lying to your friends you better tell a girl that shit don't look right on you yeah yo you know what because listen i've seen some i've seen dog you know what like i told you one time i one time i worked at uh i was doing security at a victoria's secret overnight so in the morning the morning crew comes in and i am not i'm not yo listen the best the prettiest the best smelling big girl plus overweight whatever you want to call it plus size girl 
comes into the shop. I guess she was the uh, the manager of the, of the Victoria's Secret. Man, she looked so lovely, and she smelled so she smelled heavenly, and she was dressed appropriately for her size. She was sexy, but then you know what I'm saying, and I, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? So you know, because I don't normally do big girls like that, but I'm like, yo, she was she was well put together. But then you have other big girls that are just like, yo, they're just real sloppy with it. Like there's there's not there's a big girl that I saw. I told you, saw this big girl like like last year, mm-hmm. and she was bold. Like she came up to me, she was talking to me like for forty five minutes, really really trying to put it in, and I had to like a bell pepper, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dog, she was dressed like the penguin. She was so big. Whoa. She was. She had the same body type as Penguin from Batman. She was so big. She had like dog. She might have been like a, maybe a, a size forty eight waist, 50, 50 inch waist. Uh, that's a bell pepper. Big ass blouse. The blouse is probably the size of a fucking bed sheet. Titties hanging. Titties. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely hanging. Down to that. Down to down to the floor. Or down to her stomach. Down to the floor. See, cause I, I could, I could listen. I could, cause listen, I could deal with a chick with titties down to her stomach. Cause remember, I used to deal with this chick uh, a couple years ago, and you know the running, the, the inside joke between us was um, she would get mad, but I would say I, I was like, yo, you got them National Geographic titties, you know what I'm saying? Cause she had like them titties from you know the ladies in National Geographic from like you know the, the little the little villages and tribes and shit. But it, it was kind of sexy because it's like okay, they're not perky. You know, they down to her stomach, but you can understand she had two kids, you know what I'm saying? But they were they would they were nice. But this one I'm talking about, like she was extra big, titties down to the floor. And it's it, it, I was like, dog, like I don't know. But um, yeah, that uh shout out, shout out to the uh I don't know if she's still there at, at the Victoria's Secret, but that um I want to say she was Puerto Rican or Dominican. I know she was Latina, but she was probably the baddest plus size girl I've seen. But yo, ladies, please, uh Dress appropriately for your size, and don't worry. He don't. I I fuck big girls. Girl, I just holler at me. Yeah, I fuck yeah. them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. And, and sh- yo, shout out to the big girls. But yo, you know what? Just let's 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 be appropriate with it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you can you can still be big and be sexy. You Probably can still be big and be sexy. You know what I'm saying? It's just about yo, just. The appropriate style, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the ladies with the big asses, man. I, mm-hmm. Like I, I, nigga, I, I be locked in. Like I, nigga, I'm like dog. I said maybe I need some motherfucking uh therapy or some shit. I like I a I need therapy or b I need to have a baby. Cause I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, yeah, man. It's been a sobering weekend, man. Uh, rest in peace to uh to Black Rob. Rest in peace, man. Think, I, I think this bad chick up town. It was like, whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think he was like fifty one. Yep, fifty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was sad because you know, right, right before X passed, there was you know there was that video circulating around, and you know he was he wasn't looking too good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, he, he um, I, and I think he was released from the hospital. And maybe I think he might have died at home or whatever. But um, yeah, I think he, you know the last couple of years he had suffered from like four strokes. Mm, yep. Um, I remember and him. Be, I remember him from diabetes as well. Yep. 
Yep, I remember him being on um diabetes and high blood pressure. I remember him being on um Sway show, Sway in the morning, and I think he was telling Sway that he was taking up to 10 pills a day for the high blood pressure. You know what I mean? Plus he was I guess he was a diabetic, so you know, he was in dialysis. It's just, it was it was just rough, but I know um you saw the video with Mark Curry where Mark Curry said um before Rob passed, he made sure that shit was going to be good for them. He's, he's, yes, th yeah, he did say that. I guess he was speaking on a notion because they spoke to Diddy, yeah, whatever that situation might be. Mm -hmm. He made sure there was whatever that might be, but um, um, you know, you know the fans and the credits. He shouldn't have got to that point where he was laid out dead, a beloved hero. You know what I'm saying? To be um, broken. Now there's a GoFundMe to bury him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. that's crazy, man. Um, just to think, like, yo, 20 years ago, you had hits. You wrote. He was, uh, he was on. He was on arguably one of the best hip hop albums ever. No way out. He had a couple joints on there. You know, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he wrote some shit for Diddy. Like the, the dude was a talented lyricist. Yep, very, very talented. Um. You know, but you know, it's, it's just this shit is crazy. Rest in peace to Black Rob, man. Mm -hmm. Rest in Praise. peace, man. Praise uh, the Lord. I think uh, Styles P came out with the with the. I think he he said something to the to the effect of rappers need a union. Yeah, he, he um, to unionize to take care of like the older rappers. Yeah, that that that's kind of that's kind of absurd. You know what I mean? Okay. Because um, check this out for an There's not like even this. How are you going to start a union for people who are making millions of dollars? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like people, people will look at you from a perspective and, and say like, yo, bro, like, what did you do all that money? Did you invest? Did you do this? Sometimes it's a, it's a self decision. You know what I mean? His, and his health care have been on that you know what i mean um i don't know if it was you or somebody else i was speaking to where they was mentioning that um you know what i mean he had strokes but still smoking cigarettes and weed and drinking liquor every you picture I, mean? I, I saw a lot of pictures with him holding uh holding a cigarette a lot of pictures with him holding a cigarette oh matter of fact i was watching gully tv he did something on this he was saying like black Rob's manager who owned a string of juice bars mm. He had people around him who was trying to get him to live a healthier lifestyle. He did not want to. This is the same thing that happened to Five Dog. Five Dog's daughter publicly went online and saying that she was trying to convince her daughter, her dad, to eat more healthy, and she was here drinking two liters of Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. Like, what what were you supposed to do? Put put green juice in your mouth, force it down your throat. Yeah. You're right. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Um, you can leave the horse to the water, but you can't force it to drink it. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a difference when um, you're somebody who's trying to live healthy, and you just suddenly automatically die. Who's perfectly? What's the run? What's the runner name who had died running? Um, was it was Armstrong? Was that Lance Armstrong? No, that was, Lance Armstrong was the biker. Yeah, there was there was a runner who had was very physically fit and I think he had a heart murmur or something and he died. But this man was, you know what I mean? was fit. You feel mm -hmm. me? Yeah. But in the black community, this is a conversation people do not like, like to have a conversation, but 
we see and we're looking at it in real time how 20, 30 years of physical, emotional stress and damage does to your body. X2. X2. You know what I mean? He was gaining weight, not eating right. Still, he was a functioning crackhead. He wasn't as young as he was. You know what I mean? This was this wasn't the first time he was unresponsive. This is the second time. This time he just ain't wake up. I think, you know, um, you know, both um, both of them came from, you know, the lower socio socioeconomic levels, right? Yeah. You know, they came from the bottom. They came from the mud. And, you know, when we, you know, we, we heard it through X's music. We, we heard it through his, his interviews. He was just a guy that he went through a lot of shit. He was looking for love. No daddy in the home. Single mother. Mm-hmm. All he ever wanted was love from his mother, which he felt like he never received. Um, his his so called man supposedly um, laced laced his uh, his weed with drug with, uh, with, with crack, and that you know that supposedly got him addicted to to crack. Um, so and then he he was dealing with a whole bunch of a whole bunch of other shit. Like there's a lot of mental issues, but I say that to say you know the same thing with Rob. Um, we, th- these guys come from these situations and they just they thrust into the spotlight and he thrust into money they don't know how to handle it and you you, you and we, we're talking about people with underlying fuck fuck physical conditions let's talk about the mental conditions people that don't have therapy and then you have money but you have people around you that are not going to hold you accountable because they they're like okay you know what this guy this guy's the money man he's bringing the money in so let's not say nothing let's be yes let's yes 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 not knowing that yo you're killing you this guy's killing himself and in turn if he's not if he's not like if he's not able to be here then you lose a source of income so it would it would be it would be in your best interest to say hey you know what listen i think you need to do this i think you need to do that because that's going to prolong prolong their life and if they're your source of income then you want like you listen you want them alive but i think you know it, it, cuban link was saying this about people around pun pun was a lot was around a lot of yes men and he, he said like yo he's known pun for a minute like he he was like only the, the one of the only ones that kept it real with them but yo pun had a lot of people around him that wouldn't tell him, hey, put that food down. Don't eat this food. Boom, boom, boom. They were like, yo, you know what? You, yo, you want to get the steak and cheese? You want these chips? Okay, boom, 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 boom. And, you know, the thing is, like, you know, and Pun dealt with a lot of, you know, mental issues. You know what I'm saying? Mental health issues. Um, you know, just he he's somebody that needed therapy. But you thrust them, you, you thrust somebody into the spotlight and you, you give them these bags of money. And you know these labels just look at him as cash cows. You know what I'm saying this this person has a whole bunch of talent. They're making us a lot of money. Okay, yeah. Fuck if this person is fucking a, a, a walking grenade. You know what I'm saying we got to keep this money coming in. As long as we keep this money coming in, they can do whatever. And and that's it. And I'm pretty sure like a lot of these uh these companies take our life insurance policies on these artists. No, definitely. But let me ask you a question. Yeah. When people are going to start taking personal accountability. Now, mind you, I grasp what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But after a certain point in your life, when you're being very, when you're cognizant of things that are you're doing, mm-hmm. now you have to take accountability. You're talking about niggas with millions in their pocket. Right. Do you re- millions? So 
they have the access to the best therapists, to the best rehabs and stuff like that. Yeah, you have yes men, yes, but somebody along the line done said something. Give you a prime example. Black Rob in 2004 was climbing a hotel like Spider-Man to rob somebody in the jury. Rob somebody jury out of hotel. He went to jail yeah. for a couple years behind that. Mm-hmm. This is a multi-platinum artist breaking in, robbing niggas' jury. And then when asked why he did it, oh, because them niggas was pussy. <laughs> Yo, but that just that just goes back to my whole my whole mental health. I understand uh, that, but when you're a millionaire, why you ain't go get therapy? I can understand a nigga from the hood who can't afford a hundred dollars a session or two hundred dollars a session, or you know what I mean. But but this is where to say sometimes there's personal accountability, and the thing up and the thing that comes to a matter when you start talking about these guys not in a positive light, but you want to portray them as martyrs. It starts to dilute the message of what people need to say. Hey, this is your end goal result if you want to fuck up. Yeah, I feel you. No, no, they they definitely they definitely need to take personal accountability. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm I'm just I'm just, I'm just stating the factors, the variables that create these walking time bombs. You know what I mean? You know, growing up in these low, lower lower socioeconomic levels, you know, fatherless homes, um, probably abusive parents, um, non-attentive parents. You know, the, we're talking about people that are just looking for love um, and just misguided individuals. These are just misguided men who come into money and that's it. Now you have money. You feel like you have power, but you're not really a man. You're just, you're just a boy with money. You're just a lost boy, a troubled soul with a whole bunch of money. Um, but yeah, you're right. They need to take a personal accountability. Um, but the, you know, it, it, yo, it's deeper than it's, it's, it's deep and we know it's deep, you know what I'm saying? But we, it's, it's, we, we like, we're just scratching the surface with this shit, but, um, rest in peace to black Rob, rest in peace to DMX. Um, and you know, but we really have to get our shit together, man. As black men, as black men, we really need to get our shit together, man. This is not, it's not really a good look for us. Um, Man, but um, let's 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 leave off of that and let's go to uh Chicago. Did you see that um Andrew was it what's his name Toledo? Yeah, that whew, the thirteen that, year old kid, the thirteen year old. Let's touch on that and the uh, the new one that just popped with the seven year old that got Swiss cheesed in the back seat. I'm sorry, his name is Adam Toledo, thirteen year old, thirteen year old kid in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I guess he was out at like three, like. The early the early parts of the morning, like two o'clock in the morning, police were chasing him. I saw the video. It looked like he had the uh, looked like he had the burner on him. He dropped the burner. You know what I'm saying? He put his hands up, but the police shot him. So now people are like, "Well, yeah, he did have a gun on him, but he dropped it." And it's like, "Yo, in that situation, it's flight of it's fight or flight." You see somebody with a gun in their hand, right? And even though they dropped it, dog, everything is moving so quick. Right, everything is moving so quick, so it's like okay, it's fight or flight. I, I don't know if people have ever been in situations where it's like okay, it's you're making a split second decision. But um, mm-hmm. go ahead. The, 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 the nigga had a the, the, the boy had a gun in his hand, yes, he dropped it, but that doesn't change the fact that he did have a gun in his hand prior to putting his hands up. I get it, I get it. Let me ask you a question, yeah. 
Mac, do you think different times ask for different measures? Yeah, it depends on the situation. Okay, I grew up in the 80s. I'm a little bit older, just for people to remind you. I'm 40. So um, I grew up with, when people really had guns and was busting them back. Now, I also grew up in a situation where I've seen a lot of police arrests dealing with guns and people not getting gunned down. Now, we're living in a time where people's senses are heightened. You feel me? Yeah. The last 20 cases that you're talking about, that we've been talking about for the last couple of years, there was not even an attempt of a shooting. You feel me? Mm. We're so trigger happy, and speaking in terms of police, where I don't know if they upgraded the training. Coming from the 80s now, you flinch, you're going to die. Yeah. You flinch, you're going to die. And to see a little kid, like, I could see the video and I could tell that's a kid. Like, and I'm not saying that you're not supposed to be scared, but the cops were so trigger happy in at that moment where there wasn't no conflict resolution or nothing. Hey, get down on the ground. They just started Swiss cheesing. Now, mind you, you can't even play that video on YouTube because he's a minor. He's a minor, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Now, not mind you, we 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 can blame. Now, mind you, if you want to play devil's advocate, we can always say, "Hey, why he was out there at that time of night?" You feel me? I see. Yeah, I saw a lot of people blaming his parents. For him blaming his parents. Yeah. We don't know where the man come from. His situation come from. You know what I mean? Me who grew up with a lot of people come from broken homes. You can't always vi- you can't always blame the victim for stuff. You know what I mean? It's so easy to do because we, but we're so, what's the word is when you're so used to things of like death and stuff. But desensitized. We, we're so desensitized now to police shootings that we could say, hey, we just got to chop it up to that he did it to himself. None of the, listen, listen, you can get involved in a, a simple traffic stop, your life could be gone. And then we'll say, hey, he did that. He the issue, he's the issue that, you know what I mean? So, I'm saying from my perspective, that boy life could have been saved, depending on the type of cop that was out there that night. You feel me? Mm. That boy life could have been saved. I understand flight of fight. You feel me? I get where you're coming from. But half these shootings we see, these niggas don't even be attempting to shoot him back. And the niggas who really bust him back at people stay alive. Yeah. Does that make sense? Answer right. that question for me. Did, uh, did you see a video where a 60-year-old man took a cop on a ride? No, I didn't see that. In the pickup truck, it was a white dude. I didn't see nobody Swiss cheese in the car up. You know what I mean? Like it don't like the people who be getting shot, these don't be street niggas. These be average citizens. Like street niggas get to go home and they be really busting back at the cops. So the 13-year-old kid wasn't a street nigga at No, at, not at, at all. He was a watchout. He was a watchout boy. Okay. All right. Let me tell you something. At that time, that man looked as sweet as hell. I tried to go do some history. He ain't even had no bodies under him. Okay. He had a he probably some OG was like, hey, you're gonna be out here watching out. Or you're gonna be out here serving. Here's a here's a pistol for you to keep yourself safe. When he seen the police, he automatically dropped it. 
Yeah, I guess, I guess this is something that we're gonna have to uh, have a, dif- a difference of opinion on. You know what I'm saying? But um, speaking of Swiss cheese, they switched cheese. That seven year old girl. It was I think was was that today or yesterday in Chicago? Yeah. I cried. I cried when I seen that at the McDonald's drive-through. I cried when I seen that. I her, cried. Her daddy was in the car, so it probably looked like a situation where the ops pulled up on their daddy, and um, <sighs> similar, similar, similar to what happened on um, on Snowfall when Leon shot up, shot up the car. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, say something, and people might get man. Fuck gangs. Mm. Fuck all you niggas. Mm. Codes has been broken to the fifth degree. I thank God that I grew up in the era that I grew up in. Because you want to know why? A nigga, before dropping a nigga, he does he do diligence to see, hey, who he in the car with? You feel me? Yeah, not like not like that goofy shit they did with uh, the Trinitarios did with um with Junior and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- th- those were, those were, those, that was an immigrant ignorance. Mm. That's the immigrant ignorance. They didn't even they didn't even do no nigga shit. You feel me? Yeah. That that was beyond niggas. Like some niggas would have actually ran down and had a conversation with them. Them the Hispanic boys, they don't want to talk. They just want to go straight to the blade. Yeah, and um and I pray. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Praise and pray for him. And it's still I we need to get that girl convicted who got him dead. If a lot of y'all know their family. Whoever listened to this, uh, we love that's, Junior. That's, that's 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 not going to happen. Only thing like only thing that's going to uh, that would have to be street justice. I'm gonna say that. Oh yeah, yeah, and and I believe in street justice, and I believe in vengeance. Yeah, I'm a I'm a firm believer in vengeance. I'm a firm believer in you kill some of my family, I have the right to go wet your house up, no matter if you know me. But the difference is with me, I'm gonna make sure that no babies and mothers are involved. You feel me? Yeah, gotta so, respect that. In this situation, I'm gonna just give a quick commentary on this. Chicago has a culture, mm-hmm. a poisonous culture. That um, for a lot of you listen here, um, there's a lot of real niggas who do not respect Chicago. I'm gonna just keep it a hundred. I don't have no disrespect for Chicago. We just don't like the culture. I'm a little bit older. I'm an older man. I grew up in a different yoke. Or different elk cloth of living being in the street. So what y'all did shooting up the car, if any like like if if anybody who was a real gang member or a real gangster, you would give up the nigga who did that. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? We had a similar situation here in Miami. A five-year-old girl got hit with a straight bullet. I've been praying to see if we can find them niggas. I'll shoot them niggas myself. What happened? You know what they, I mean? They, they, huh? they, they, they haven't found them. They haven't found them. When babies start getting killed, it doesn't get fun anymore. When you yeah. start killing, yeah, it doesn't get fun. Because kids, listen, listen, fa- kids, babies, families, they're all seen as collateral damage. All seen as collateral damage. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, according to according to the gangs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is this is not what they said out the amounts, but from their actions, it's like it's as if okay, you know what? You live here, this could happen. So if it happens, it happens. Like you know what I'm saying? This is this is part of being 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 from where we're from. You collateral damage. You ain't shit. 
So now we need to take a different approach for real black men. I believe in exterminating these niggas. Yeah. Wiping them out. I don't care if they got mothers and fathers. If you out here, you shooting up, you shooting up Aunt May's house. Charleston White said it best. He said, these are the type of niggas you're not supposed to protect. We're going to give you up. I'm a firm believer of giving up a nigga who shot up Aunt May's house. See, you're, you're talking about when the neighborhood was the neighborhood. The neighborhood is not the neighborhood no more. You know what I'm saying? Nobody gives a no, nobody gives a fuck about what happens to lady two houses down. Where, where, there's no neighborhood no more. Really? There's you no right about that. I grew up in that era. If a lady got robbed on that block, we was finding who you were. Now here's the funny thing. Now these situations are being common now, and a lot of people who listen to this, you might know somebody who shot up somebody's house. You might know somebody who shot somebody's son or daughter or somebody was a casualty. If you do not get them niggas up, you're just as guilty as them and you deserve to be exterminated. Mm. Now, speaking of extermination, uh, Chris Cuomo, who was the brother of Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, uh, their father was the former governor of New York. Uh, Chris Cuomo is a CNN anchor. So, this past weekend, um, he made a very controversial statement. And I quote, shootings, gun laws, access to weapons. Oh, I know when they'll change. When your kids start getting killed, white people's kids start getting killed. That's when, basically, that's when shit's going to change. The Cuomo family are my hero. <laughs> I love, I love the Italian boys. They are my hero. That was a statement from a actual hero. Yeah, I think yeah. I think last month he claimed to be he, last month on the air he claimed to be black on the inside. Um, technically, um, if a lot of people do their history, the Moors conquered Italy, and something there's still um Muslim statues is still there, so. A percentage of DNA has African DNA in Ital in Italianos. This is the reason why back in the days in New York, there says no Irish, no dogs, no niggers, and and what was uh, what they call Italians? Um, I'm not even sure. This is why we. This is why black people mesh well with Irish and um, Italians. We have babies with them. It's we respect them. We respect them. We pasta. I definitely eat Alfredo's. So uh, <laughs> I think it's crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> With chicken Alfredo or, or, chicken. or, or shrimp, shrimp Alfredo? Shrimp Alfredo, preferably. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I, we, I have two bottles of Italian olive oil here. My mother loves that stuff. But, but, <laughs> but to your point exactly, Chris, yeah. the, the Cuomo family need to be protected. Okay. We need to protect them. I love them. They're my heroes. From the governor to the CNN, a person who makes a statement like that, he sees it from the outside looking in. And mind you, he's never been in our socioeconomic situation. That's what makes him our hero. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But do do you do you think that he genuinely meant that, or did he say that for shock value? Um, we can see um the Cromo family are known to speak their mind. You feel me? So when you, when, and preferably I just want to TMI, I did not hear this. So my, my beloved brother, 
told me about this and and you know I me mean? I had to go online and look at it and I'm like and I've seen a couple videos where Chromo was throwing jabs and punches at dudes. So I, I took at this. This is something that he does. He just probably he's just a straight shooter. He just don't like that goofy stuff. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because he's he's not one of the other guys that don't mind saying this stuff. There's a lot of other white guys who are allies who speak this type of stuff. And you know what I mean? Which we're not totally against white folks. You know what I'm saying? We just against people who don't want shit to be done. Listen, I even support the Ku Klux Klan. Mm. And a lot of people might not like that because coming from me, coming from a Marcus Garvey situation, the Ku Klux Klan had secret meetings with Marcus Garvey and all these other people because we, we need to start thinking from a conservative standpoint. And I think Cromo look at it as the guns, the shooting is just bad for business. Yeah. How many times you got to listen? How many? How, how long you think they're going to be able to keep paying out death benefits to to niggas getting killed? Oh, the cities. Yeah. Yeah. Every time there's a shooting, it's a couple million that has to get shot. Those are taxpayers' money. Mm. You're right. You're right. Those are tax. Now, mind you, here's the thing. Now, I support the police being aggressive. Because there's some niggas out here that need to get put under the ground. Just like, I don't know if you heard about, there was a, um, the lady who got, um, the lady who was robbed at gunpoint in Minnesota while her daughter was in the car. Yeah, I heard about that. You know what I mean? And then, but the police killed them niggas. You feel me? Uh, there, there was niggas? There was niggas. Yeah. There was niggas because BLM, the radical BLM went out there to protest the shooting. I say, but them niggas, them niggas actually point the gun in their face. You feel me? Okay. They actually point the gun in their face. Now, mind you, I'm not a hypocrite. Them niggas up the pistol on them. You feel me? Yeah. Just put them down. Put them down. That I can't really object to that. Because let me tell you something. There was arm and dangers. You just arm jacked the person. You know what I mean? I got to, you know what I'm saying? But that that's the type of situation where we're talking about. But we need to stop being so trigger happy. You feel me? Yeah. That's all I got to say on that. That's just be some, like, you know what I mean? But the Chromo family, I support the Chromo family. I, I need to buy a Chris Chromo t-shirt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can get one online. Please. My, yeah. I might, shit, who never knows? I might marry an Italian woman now because of Chris Chromo. <laughs> You're going to be uh, uh, West, West Side Story Part 2? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So man, uh, what got you fucked up? Honestly, to be honest with you, you might be surprised when I tell you that. Mm. The lack of understanding group economics. Okay. I think as you get older, I start to notice this more prevalent that we're not gonna get nowhere because um you know what I mean? There were some things I needed to be done in me trying to find people who look like me that do it. It was I was unable to do it. So I had no choice to go to the regular people who I had to go get this stuff done. But these were some people who I always have like a little issue with whenever I come there because they don't treat me with respect in there. But I needed to be done for my parents. So when I noticed that, I'm like, damn, why no niggas do this? You feel me? Mm -hmm. 
I would have easily just gave them money with them because, you know, if it was my own people, I could have chastised them like, hey, you got to show me respect. But here, these people, they could easily just tell me to get the fuck out. So, people, you know what I mean? I, I mainly want to, I mainly wish that we practice group economics where there was like a, a microcosm of stuff that any and everything we need to do was in one place. So that's, I pray for something like that where I can come in a place and I won't have to feel disrespected or looked any kind of way, you know what I mean? Cause they might have a perception of who I am as a person. So that's it. Like it's just the whole group economics thing. Got you. Got you. Got you. What got me fucked up is we, we hear a lot, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I put my money, I'm a boss. I'm a boss. I put my money in and, and that's cool and shit. Right. Mm-hmm but everybody's always trying to be like a one-man band you know what i'm saying like i'm 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 the i'm i'm the head dude and whatever whatever i put money in and that's that's cool but i you know one word that we like we we forget or we're not aware of is sweat equity and for people who don't know what sweat equity is is sweat equity let's 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 look it up right let's 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 have a great definition sweat equity sweat equity is the unpaid labor employees and cash strapped entrepreneur sweat, sweat equity is the unpaid labor employees and cash strapped entrepreneurs put into a project right so it's just it's the amount of work that you put into a, a project or anything that you're not paid for right but it's it's your time you know what i'm saying so this is my thing you might you, yo you might you might have you might have a, a an idea right and you know you're like okay you got the bread but the next person might have the smarts he might have the expertise he might not have the bread now at the end of the day if that person is going to sit there and give their time out of their day for your project then you got to give you got to give them something you know what i'm saying you can be like hey you know what i don't have money to give you but you know what? Here's twenty percent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because, and and it's the thing. If you give that person equity, let's say you give them twenty percent, that person that person is 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 gonna be willing to fucking go to bat for you. You know what I'm saying? This is we're talking about a person that might might wake up out of their sleep to to get some shit done for you because you know what? This person then give me twenty percent. You know what I'm saying? So sweat equity, man, like. Treat your people right. You know what I'm saying? Give your people what they deserve. You know what I'm saying? It's not all about the money. You know what I'm saying? Like if a person's really putting some work into a situation, you know, um, you know what I'm saying? Yo, give them that incentive. No, that I love that you say that because it's we talk about this all the time. I talk about the lone wolf personality. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, and um, how just to read you an excerpt because i love that because um and this is why things get done quicker someone who has the lone wolf personality tend to prefer to be alone they avoid groups whenever possible the personality gets the term from um the fact that most wolves prefer to be in a pack going against that desire usually because being alone makes it more difficult to survive yeah so you can try to be successful by yourself, but you won't, you know what I mean? And you will maybe get successful, but you won't stay on top for too long. So this is why it's always good to move in a pack. 
find you, build you a team. And like you say, sweat equity is always the thing. I don't, to be honest with you, I'd rather take 10% of a million dollars than get 100%. I've always said that. I've always said that. And um, not to cut you off, I've always, I've always said that. And then um, who, who came out and said that the other week? It was uh, Master P. Master P said he'd rather have 20% in a multi-million dollar company than 100% in a, a company that's making $100. $100. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a boss, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, dog, the more people you put into the situation, and they might they might have some expertise. Listen, you know what? Let's say I might have let's say I have an idea. I might have the bread and I have mm-hmm. the I, and I have the idea. But the person over here might have the strategy. This, yeah. per, this person over here might know marketing. This person over here might be a great PR person, right? Now we all come together, we all come together and we make a we make a, a $20 million company. Fact. Right? Because everybody, everybody's bringing something to the table. I'm, like, I'm bringing the money. I'm bringing the funds. This person's bringing the marketing. This person's bringing the strategy. This person's bringing in, you know, uh, you know the, the PR side of it. You know what I'm saying? So they're able to, 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 to get to all these different publications and bring awareness to the project or the brand. Right? Um, it's like yo, you gotta you gotta take care of your people, and we, we yo we cannot be lone wolves. I'm not gonna lie, I've like I've had, I've had that mentality sometimes, but then I'm like mm-hmm. yo, I'm, I'm getting older, and it's like yeah. no, nah, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Like yo, listen, you're not gonna get far. You're not gonna get far thinking that way. You can try, but you're not. I mean, I think even Fifty said it. Fifty says he surrounds himself with people that are smart, smarter, smarter than him. Yep. So yeah, I, he might he might not he might not know how to do it, but he knows what he wants. And oh, definitely. He, he goes and employs the people that 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 know how to do the job. And he he builds a fantastic team, and he's been hitting home runs ever since. Oh, this, this, this dude is hitting. This dude hasn't done music in forever, but yeah, the, the dude is still eating, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has the stuff, you know. what I mean, that's why I say it, it's always get when you get you a good team. You lock in and you ride out. Pay your people correctly. Treat them like their bosses. Give them a piece of what they deserve. You know what I mean? And you could forever be eating forever. Yo, treat your people right. Like, okay, you know what? Even if you're not going to get this person equity, at least pay pay them something. Pay them something that's going to be help them sustain themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if 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 you're running if you're running a a, fit, a hundred let's say you're running a hundred million dollar company, whatever whatever, and this person is bringing something to the table. You know what I'm saying? Yo, pay, yo, pay, yo, yo, pay them something reasonable, right? No, one, yeah, 100%. And just to chime in, the last point on that is um, we could take the Joe Button situation mm-hmm. for an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Rory recently just commented in, in, I don't know, I guess they're in the legality, and me and you, we know this. He's been there from the jump. Okay. And it, it's kind of sad that. If he did ask for a piece of the company or he did ask because he did had sweat equity and help build that brand. And if he was not being able to be a part of that or he maybe feel neglected, you know, what I mean, since he's been gone, the brand hasn't even been the same. You think so? Um, I would love to see their metrics, but it doesn't it doesn't feel the same. I mean, I, I've, have I've, you watched it? I've watched it. Um, and he like he's the. Joe even alluded to it like the other the last podcast. He says, Hey, you know what? He said he has to take his hats off to Rory and Mal because they thought that 
leaving the show at its height, you know, being like, you know, one of one of the top ten shows, that it was going is that it was going to change something. But he says it hasn't. So he says he has to take his hats off to him. You know what I'm saying? Because people listen, people go to them for the content. And yeah. Joe has still been, yo, Joe said, okay, these guys are not here. He brought in two other guys. It's still going. The, the content is still rolling out. People want the content. People want the content. Yeah. Not, not you know what I'm saying? And it's the Joe Button podcast with Rory and Maul. Remember, it's the Joe Button. It's not the Rory and Maul podcast with Joe. It's the Joe Button podcast with Rory and Maul. And we have to remember, I don't, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure how he runs his entity. I'm not sure if it's Joe Button Media. Um, but as far as as far as them like feeling like they deserve a percentage or some shit, I don't know. I don't know how that shit works out. Yeah, then I think I'm still too much of a street nigga. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I'm I'm all right. I'm all right with that. I'd rather give them niggas half before I let them niggas leave. I said we would have been had that worked out before he got out the door, baby. What we need to do? Because I'm always going. I'm them, always going to give them, give them half of what half of the podcast. Yeah, I would have just gave it to him. Money ain't everything, though. If you can't keep your niggas fed, but like I said, we don't know how he runs. We don't know how he runs his entity. We don't. We yeah, don't. Yeah. We don't know everything is under one. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, definitely. It's, it's, it's different if everything is split up and the podcast is the podcast, but everything if 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 um if the uh what's the other what's the other joint that he has? Um the pull up the pull up has, yeah, he has a couple shows. Yeah, those things are separate, but I'm talking about let's talk about particularly that situation right there. Yeah. I I gotta get my niggas together. Like, come on, baby. I don't want you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like if I know I got some niggas and we doing something. And and if they're trying to feel, we'll just try to do something to make it fair, bro. Like sometimes money ain't everything, bro. Money ain't everything, and I and I think that we we get into that point, and um and money does dilute the situation. I personally, I personally will walk away from the situation and still keep my friendship. Let me ask you a question. You you do not think that he was paying them well? Rick, fuck paying them well, bro. The nigga, they not there now, bro. Okay. Fuck paying them. They're not there now, bro. These niggas was together for years. Yeah. Like, bro, as saying we family, like, what are we, like, 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 my nigga, your nigga ain't supposed to be walking out the door. We family. I'll never let, I'll never do that to you. I'll rather stop, I'll stop doing this shit just to be able to keep my friendship. Because I know this shit is temporary. So you would stop the podcast? Oh, just to keep my friendship with you. I'd rather be able to talk to you every day. We still clown and kick it, but I don't want no money coming because, like, if this if this money come, I just say, bro, let me just let's not do this no more. Okay, so so let, let me let me let me let me. So let's say you're 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 running a Fortune five hundred company, right? Yeah. So now, now you're running the you're running a public Fortune five hundred. You have you have stakeholders and everything, public stakeholders, mm -hmm. right? You have a yeah. you have a board and everything. Mm -hmm. So now let's say. You and the two other people that you run in the company with, company with, you guys were good friends. Now let's say now you guys got some type of issue within the friendship. So so now you're gonna. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna sell your stakes in the company? Did, did shut, they, shut, shut the company out? Did they help me build the company, or they? Did, I just hired them on there. We talking about let, 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 be more specific. Did they help me build the company, or did, them niggas was just hired? Um. Well, let's, yeah, let's let's say let's say they helped you build the company. 
if they help me build the company, we're going to get it right. I'm going to say, hey, fool, this is your piece. Take this piece. Take this piece. Is this fair? I put this amount of money and I, I got to eat, but I'm going to make sure y'all doing straight. You know what I'm trying to say? We will have to come down to an agreement to make to make sure to make that to make sure we we, we get that right. What if you can't? Really, no, no. Okay. Now, what if you cannot come to an agreement? What, what I'll shut that. I'll shut that bitch down. You shut the whole bitch I'll down. Shut, I'll shut that bitch down. And give a fuck. I let somebody take the money. What my nigga? I want my friends. This money shit won't last tomorrow. I want you to be able to come to my funeral and cry for me. Fuck this bread. Okay. All right. Fuck that bread. That's what fuck niggas. Fuck niggas love money too much. I'm on on relationship. I feel good when a nigga pull up in front of my fool. I just bought you a Red Bull. I'll I take that because I can believe you when you say that. I, I could I take yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that bread, nah, nigga. Keep that. Keep that, dog. Like you know what I mean. And and, and I guess that's just the way because I grew up. I have not. I have nothing for. I haven't had nothing forever. And the only thing I can say consistently that kept me happy is my friends. And my family. Yeah. And people who I've been able to talk to who 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 support me and love me just the way I am. If I start getting a little bit of money, man, these people keep me grounded. Yeah. They keep me in check. I mean, but was it was it was it an issue of him wanting ownership or was it was it an issue of he felt like he was being he was being speaking to him some type of way? The world would never know. The only indication we have is Rory, Rory. The only indication I heard, he just told Rory to take a day off. Maul said, who are you to tell somebody to take a day off? And I felt him on that. You feel me? Yeah. Because them niggas been there from the gate. So I don't know what's then. We would love to hear that when that thing. But I, I read on the internet where they say that Rory was like, things are being handled legally behind closed doors. When, when I start hearing that word, when I start hearing legally, you already know what it means. Somebody felt like they're not getting paid enough. Yeah. Because let me tell you, them niggas just had got a Spotify bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Them niggas done slept in the same house together. Mm. The man was, you know what I mean? So, yeah, come on, man. Let's get this right. We friends. We family. We supposed to watch each other's kids grow. Mm. We supposed to watch each other's kids grow. The Ben and Jerry niggas are still cool. <laughs> niggas took it to Ben and Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. Listen, one of the niggas' wife got sick. They still gave him $3 million. Mm. He left to go took care of his wife. They still gave him $3 million and told him he could come back whenever. Mm. After his wife died, he, he came back with different appearances. Come on, keep it solid. That money ain't so so basically he said he's gonna everything's being um handled legally behind closed doors he said he come he's cut from a different cloth well that's that, that's get... that, that's the end of a friendship now because it's like if you if you go into lawyers instead of sitting there trying to hit my line then that's it that's that's different now like this this there's no friendship involved now there, there ain't no friendship involved but he hasn't spilled it out but this is what i'm saying if them if them niggas been together 20 30 years why can't we clean that up? Man, them niggas built a pod. Listen, them niggas is the reason why a lot of us started podcasting. Yeah, yeah, fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Not combat jack. Yeah. The J, you know what I mean? The, the, the Joe Button team. Rory Mall and, and Parks. It's Parks. It's Parks. Yeah. Yeah. Savon. Yeah. And all the other niggas. We we said shit. It's cool. Look, friends collabing on something. Friends collabing on something. And it and 
the authenticity of it makes it beautiful. When it's people who you know, we get to talk and bullshit and put it up and people enjoy it. You never know where it took. But when money starts coming in, I've seen this too. And it's when niggas start acting big, I'm walking away. And that's even go for me. If I feel like I'm getting too big head, hey, fool, let me just put this up, get this up, because I just want to be, I want to still be able to go to party with my niggas, nigga, pick up, hey, I'm coming to pick you up, we're going to go party. I'd rather just be a homeboy to a nigga who eating and I'm not involved in this business. Uh, yeah, I, I would, yeah, I would, I would, that's the, that's the road I would take if I'm in that situation. Yeah. yeah, let's, just, you know yeah, yeah let, let's be homies, let's not do business together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically. Oh, th that's your thing, he'll call me. Hey, come through. I'm going to send you a couple plane tickets. Come jump. I, I enjoy that and go back to my simple life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when you start getting bread and the nigga feel like, hey, I did a little bit more, but you know you had an impact, but you're not feeling, you're going to always feel some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and put that down. Look at the shit. You, you, talked, you, you told me this. I didn't even know. Look at the DMX situation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know in what I mean? In, in, in case you didn't know, DMX... You know, he was he was with Rough Riders from the beginning. And after a certain point of time, after a certain point in time, I guess after the first couple of albums, he was trying to see if he can get a percentage of, you know, the Rough Riders company. And, you know, not for nothing. When we talk about sweat equity, we're, we're talking about somebody who created like we wouldn't know who Rough Riders was whew, if it wasn't for DMX. Double law. Double law. Rough Riders anthem for, like that. Yo, you, you talk, you talk, Rough Riders anthem. That that was a, that song was a was was their official branding. Then you had then you had the, the niggas on the bikes with the double R jackets on, the leather jackets. You know what I'm saying? Like these niggas created, you know, because a, after the music kind of died down, Wa, Wa Joaquin Wadeen, who's you know one of the founders of it, he created a lifestyle brand. Okay, the, the music wasn't really popping like that. Boom, boom, boom. X was X wasn't really selling like that. So he said, "Okay, you know what? I'm a I'm a fall back from the music, and I'm gonna just uh, license this shit." And he, he created Rough Riders like a lifestyle brand, but everything was built off of the back of you know DMX's art, the style, the way them niggas dress, yep, the way they move, the bikes, the feeling of it. You know what I mean? The the, the 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 feeling. You know what I mean? So we're talking about. You tell me a nigga who was responsible for building your brand. You tell me you couldn't give your nigga at least fifteen percent. Yeah, and I'm thinking too. Like you never know. Like you know, we're talking about somebody that just wanted love all the time. Um, and I think these. I think in in a documentary, he's. They said that that kind of hurt him. You know what I'm saying? Because he looked at them as family. So it's like, okay, boom, we're doing all this, and I'm helping you build this brand. Dog, I just want a percentage. He didn't say he wanted 50%. I don't think he gave a number, but yo, listen, 10 to 15%. How is that gonna hurt you? This is some this is this is somebody who, who's gotten you millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that 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 situation, I could I could see that. As, as I don't I don't I don't know if that's I don't know if we can put the Rory and, and Joe situation in, in the same bag as that. But with that situation, with the X situation, I, I can I can say that that definitely was handled wrong. Like he should have been, he should have been given a percentage of that company. Yeah, man, just people, just take care of your peoples, please. Just take care of your peoples, man. Yeah. Money, money is not everything, bro. 
money's not everything. If your kids grow up, they can enjoy their money, but they can't enjoy their uncle. Yeah, they godfathers in them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you got you gotta got look at it. You gotta look at it. Jay is um Jay is um the godfather to um was was that's cookie, right? Yeah. No, Boogie, Boogie, Boogie. Boogie, yeah. Boogie is Dame Dash's son, his oldest son. Mm -hmm. Like Jay, Jay, Jay is his godfather, and they don't even have a relationship because Dame and Dame and Jay fell out. Yeah. That's 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 kind of sad. And it, that happens a lot. You know what I'm saying? That you, you there's a fallout, so you know what? I, I don't I don't I don't I don't really rock with you no more. So if I don't rock with you, I don't rock with your kids. So you know, situate, you know, relationships kind of fizzle. And um, and that's crazy, man. But um, yeah, man, take care of your peoples, man. But um, thanks for listening. Please like, share, subscribe, leave, leave a uh leave a rating, leave a comment. You know what I'm saying? We love you. You're yep. we out. We out.